0: Hello Divas and Dolls, and welcome back to another Girl Group Gossip with me, your mediocre queen of Essex, Cheryl Hole. Yes, that's me, mediocre. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> now, this week on Girl Group Gossip, I am joined by the red wig and silver dressed diva from season one, and my sister, Davina DeCampo, to discuss all things about the iconic Atomic Kitten! And we are not alone this week because we've got a very special guest—the icon herself, the queen of the jungle, the queen of the farm—is Kerry Katona. So, are you divas, ready? Let's get down to business. So this week, we will be diving in straight into another iconic British girl group. They dominated the late 90s and the early noughties. It is the icons, Atomic Kitten, but to discuss them in full depth, I thought, We need a prehistoric dinosaur to join me who remembers those days. (laughs) She can sing in several different languages. She can sing in several different octaves. She can even do it whilst doing the splits, the red wig and silver dress diva of season one, my sister,
1: Davina Campo. Well, hello. It's Do You Think She Saw Us, Davina DiCampo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tavina, we are here because we are here to discuss some absolutely iconic girls in the form of Atomic Kitten.
1: Baby, ooh hoo hoo I want yellow. Uh, I mean, honestly, <laughs> such a good girl band. Such a good girl band. Now, what I love about British girl groups is they're not,
0: I know this is going to sound really like, what's the word? Shady. Yeah, it's not shady, but they're they're real girls. Like you can relate to them. They're just girls that are talented that got picked up from the chicken shop, and they're just like, we want to make a record with you, so you can relate to them. But you know what? They are a little rough around the edges. But who isn't? We saw me on Drag Race season one.
1: We all saw Drag Race season one and two. We're all a bit rough around the edges. That's what makes it good.
0: And I just want to be me, J C style. Do you know what I mean? Not real. <laughs> Not real. But the original, the original lineup of the Atomic Kittens was Natasha Hamilton, Liz McLaren, and Kerry Katona. But R D for Kerry, she decided to break up. Bye bye. Okay. And later, they were joined by Jenny. But Davina, I want to know, what is your earliest memory of Atomic Kitten?
1: It's the video. The video for I Want Your Love popping up on the TV. They're in like a desert. It's clearly a studio. Yeah. Like, they're not actually in a desert. It's clearly a studio. The sound from being like cute. Exactly. And you can almost see, like, the join in the flats behind them where they've put the, <laughs> the walls together. Like, you know, it's not a super expensive video. But... um. Boom. Baby. Uh, 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 Uh-uh. I want like it's brilliant. It's it just has a load of energy in it and there's a lot of spunk. You know, not like (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm sure uh, you know all about that. I just realized what I said. Like it's very, you know, there's um they're all they're all kind of Liverpool Northwest lasses, and there's very much that energy in there in the video. Um, And they all look killer amazing. Honestly, I just remember, like, Davina's got
0: a couple years on me. So (laughs) she was a bit more mature. But my earliest memory was the second to last song at my school disco. I believe I was in year one or year two. And they decided to play Hole again. And everybody's, like, swaying, waving their arms. And I was like, what absolute divas. Yeah. But you know what upsets me is that I get, I get they wanted to keep the legacy alive of their original songs, but I just don't like that every time you want to play whole again, Kerry Katona's not on the track.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's she honestly, in terms of how long the band were together, Kerry wasn't there for that long, but she just had such a big impact. That was the thing. Like, you know, Kerry talking about talking on hole again is one of the most iconic moments because it's, it's just on that edge of parody. Yeah. You know, it's just on the edge of being funny Um, that you're like, Oh, I love this because it's so camp. It's so cheesy, but it's also perfect pop because it's just on that edge of being too much, but it's, just pitched exactly right um but i think that just describes
0: early noughties music in the uk oh my god, it's like cheese factor hilarious but not taking yourself seriously
1: absolutely that like it was all very much like we know that this music is a little bit naff and it's very camp and it's very kitsch you know like nine one one are a perfect example of that. You know, you got my body shaking and now I'm hitting on a roll. And these guys just smashing their pelvis back and forwards like they're being paid, you know, to do the, their gigolos, basically. And, <laughs> and, and then putting in a finer exactly. point. Exactly. <laughs> and then you've got Ant and Deck who released, I think they did like three albums. I mean, some of the songs on, I got... <laughs> Okay, so my uh, 21st birthday present was not their first album, not the one that has all the good songs on. Mine was, somebody went to the charity shop and bought me their second album. So I got Ant and Dex's second album for my 21st birthday. Yeah, yeah, I did. And honestly, the songs on it are horrendous, but also brilliant because it's that just pure cheesy pop and I mean for me that I love that give me something that is like a bit camp a bit tongue in cheek but with a great melody that I can sing along to and I am totally into that
0: well I know what I'm gonna get you for your 51st next year so (laughs) you're gonna get (laughs) the third third album album. (laughs) (laughs) but it's just it's just so reminiscent of UK drag as well like we're just here for a good time and a good time only. And we don't take ourselves seriously. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. There's been so many Atomic Kitten, Kerry Katoda parodies out there. Like the amount of times I've heard Bagger sing, you can
1: lick my hole again. Yeah. And you know, the iconic Queens of Pop doing their version of it, which actually that was the one that sort of catapulted them to notoriety. And then afterwards yeah. they did some really questionable things. So, you know, maybe just watch that one. Um, but, you know, so it's definitely that camp pop era fed beautifully into drag in the UK. I mean, it was just ripe for the picking, all of it.
0: And I am Cheryl Hole again. <laughs> but with every with every girl group, there is one member that always sticks in your mind and you grav- gravitate towards. So was there one member that you were just like, That's my diva. That's my girl in the words of Fifth Harmony.
1: I mean, the thing is for Atomic Kitten, not as much. Like I, I'm, I like to think I'm a singer. I like to think I'm a singer. So really? Yeah. You know, I'm not going to tell anybody about it, but I like to think that I'm a singer. So like, obviously Natasha was like my go-to girl because Liz was kind of, in the back, and then Kerry was the wild one. Whereas Natasha has always been like, she's the one who gets the main part and the singing and all of that stuff. So it was kind of Natasha. And then, like, when she was in Big Brother, uh, they asked me to do Celebrity Big Brother's bit on the side.
0: on the side. And so it
1: was Natasha who I was saying, she's a scouse girl, she's not afraid to stick up for herself, blah, blah, blah. You know, so she was the person that um, I was given to talk about for Celebrity Big Brother uh, when she did that. Which is like a weird moment for me, you know, watching this person on screen. And then you're the one who's trying to put the case forward so that they should be the one to stay. Um, yeah. So pro- it was probably Natasha in the early days. But then as Kerry just got more and more wild and crazy, obviously, you know, we all love Kerry Katona. And I've been at loads of gigs with her as 100%. well. And she's just hilarious fun. She's great. Well, I just did Celebs on the Farm with her. Did and... you?
0: Oh, perfect little Ooh. segue there. No, it was, it was the best experience ever because you see how much she has grown over the years and how much she has been through and how it shaped her as a human today. But there is no denying that our Kerry has still got a wild side. And to be honest, I love The Wild Ones. I love Sarah Harding. I love <laughs> Mel B. <laughs> like about bloody
1: time
0: it's about time (laughs) but no I love the ones that are not ashamed to show how wild and fun they could be and just just be themselves Mm. you know what I mean and like she did so much but she was always harping back to well I started in Atomic Kitten she never forgot her roots because I think with some people when they leave a band they often go Uh, do you know what that's in the past that's in the past but she will always remember where she Mm. came from and that's that's the roots of a strong person to know your journey know where you're going but always look back and go oh what a camp out I
1: mean (laughs) real Ah, uh, she's the thing with Kerry as well is that she is really relatable and and honest that's what I like most about it is that she's really honest. So whenever anybody's asked her about, you know, her singing in Atomic Kitten, she's always like, well, I'm not the best singer. You know, she's never yeah. been like, yeah, I'm amazing. I'm an amazing singer when, you know, maybe that isn't her, her thing. Uh, but the same as Jerry Halliwell. Like, Jerry isn't the most incredible singer in the entire world. But we still all really love Jerry Halliwell. You know, and it's it's the same with Kerry. It didn't matter that she wasn't like the main voice. There was just something about her that was really relatable.
0: So she left the group and they obviously brought in Jenny Frost. Mm. And I think that's when they skyrocketed because they re-recorded all their hits, but then they brought out so many more bops. But I didn't realise when I was growing up all the songs that they were releasing were basically covers.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, there so many.
1: Ladies' Night is a cover. So, and, and, like, post-Ladies' Night, you're like, oh, these are all covers. But they're all really great, campy, disco, like, disco soul, that kind of crossover thing that they're doing. Yeah. Brilliant. And, like, I don't care
0: if somebody covers a song. As long as you do it justice and do it well, it's like I didn't know when growing up. Steps did better. The devil you know, and that was Kylie's song.
1: Yeah, I and just thought it was Steps' Song. And other people have covered it as well. It'd be, you know, that had been covered by loads of people. It's just the circle of life in music. Do you know what I mean? Then yeah, I don't even know the words
0: to that, so I'm not going to. Would you me. like a pizza? Am <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eating a banana? <laughs> And it moves us all, Davina. It moves, it moves us, us all. all. Yeah. <laughs> but no, th- there it, there is a point in our podcast that we like to discuss our favourite songs by the girl band. So I want to know what is your fifth favourite song. So we're going to do it. First being your fave, and Ooh. fifth being your your fifth, obviously. Okay. So
1: What is your fifth? Okay, so I I sent. I sent them all through. I think my fifth actually is Eternal Flame. Oh, that's, not, that's my number three. Is it? Yeah, that's my number three. I think it's my fifth because what I really, really liked about uh, Atomic Kitten was the, the fastest stuff, like the stuff that made me want to go out and dance. Because when, exactly, like when Jenny Froster joined, I'm kind of at that age where I'm I'm just going out. I shouldn't be, but I'm just going out. Um so I'm out, I'm drinking, I'm dancing. Eternal flame Can comes a strong on. strong bow in your back pocket. And you bury that. Um I, I'm if Eternal Flame comes on, I'm probably gonna be like, okay, now's a wee break. I, you know. Uh <laughs> so I love it, and it's great to sort of go, you know, sing along to. But it's not, yeah. a, it's not a go out and dance track. And that's, that's what I like most.
0: Well, I think that's where everybody gets me confused because they think all I listen to is like 140 BPM songs mm-hmm. that I just twirl 12, 12 my puss to. But no, I, like if I'm just at home chilling, doing my makeup, I'll stick on Eternal Flame. I'll stick on Hole again because I'm just like vibing. Do you know what I mean?
1: I mean, no, I don't know what vibing means at all. Have you met me? I'm the whitest woman in the whole of England. Not a bloody clue what that means. But I feel like you're saying you're having a nice time and enjoying the music, darling.
0: Thank you, Grandma, for that dissection (laughs) of my statement. (laughs) Okay, Davina, my fifth favourite song is right now, purely for the lyrics. And it was their first single. It's their first introduction to the world. And, like, I, we are, we are so y- young and naive as kids that we don't even realise the filth yeah. of lyrics. Like, so come on, baby, do it to me good now. Do it to me slowly. Be the one and only. And do it to me right now. Come on. That's a Friday night yeah. for me. But yeah. bloody hell. On yeah. national television and radio, saying you want to be pounded down in your purse,
1: yeah,
0: nice and slowly.
1: I'm more than happy with that.
0: <laughs> but at least, at least they're defining their monogamy <laughs> that they're poly. They're not polyamorous because they're they want to be the one and only. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I mean, it
1: was the 90s. Things have moved yeah. on a little since then, darling. We're all yeah. a bit freer now, aren't we? But Free and 90s, fruity. Oh, no. You had to be the one and only. I mean, it was I the... do it to me right now. It was the Chesney Hawks era, wasn't it? So it really was the one and only. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Davina, what is your fourth favourite song? Um.
1: So probably uh, for the same reason as Eternal Flame, like I love it, but it's just a bit slow. Probably Whole Again. It... I know. No, I'm not. Like, just that. I mean, it's so calm. It's it's fun, but it's it's also just a bit slow for me. You know, like it depends. Different bands, you get different things from different bands, don't you? And what I want from Atomic Kitten is, I want like dance tracks. I want disco. I want uh, high energy. Because I mean, you're all right singers, but. You're not Maria Callas, so let's <laughs> let's keep let's keep it all moving. Let's keep everything moving on, girls.
0: High energy, do a twirl, do a split.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm that. sorry,
0: I have to disagree with you because Hole Again is my number one. Oh my god, it, it is the epitome of Atomic Kitten. You can't take
1: that away from them. That's true. That's true. It was kind of the one where. It really went, boom, that's it. They're here. Everybody knows who they are.
0: But everybody knows it.
1: Yeah, that is that is true.
0: Okay. Well, my number four is the iconic cover of Ladies' Night with Cool and the Gang.
1: Yes! That's a good choice. Love, Ladies' Night. And do you know what it reminds me of? And I don't know why. It reminds
0: me of, like those Saturday night TV shows
2: mm-hmm.
0: where they're... D- I don't know why, but it just reminds it might be me the of... Video. It
1: might be the video because they're sat on bar stools and they do like this camp turn on the bar stools to face the camera. And then there's everybody dancing in front. And it just has that... It has a real Saturday night feel to it.
0: Yeah, it's classic. It's gorgeous. It's fabulous. It's camp. And do you know what? They put a fabulous modern twist on the song that I just Mm -hmm. think really people didn't really like go oh they're just doing another cover like that was a bop yeah there's no denying that okay Davina what is your number three
1: my number three is thank you that was just me uh, introducing my favourite... Yeah, we it's have no soundboard t- here. No, sorry. It's The Tide is High. Love, love, love The Tide is High. Fabulous.
0: And I will harp on that. The Tide is High is my number two slot. And, oh. and it 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 was so close to being number one, but I couldn't put them at number one because... Oh. It is, it is whole again that's got to be number one for me. But The Tide Is High, even though it was a Blondie cover, it was a Blondie cover. I didn't yeah, just... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, good.
0: Yeah. I, I was like, I've just embarrassed myself on my own. <laughs> oh, girl. um It's, no, all right. it's... Can Cut that out. <laughs> no. Um, the, the Tide Is High was just such a bop. And do you know why I think it resonates with a lot of people, and especially people of my sort of, not that you're that much older, but we were of the age of, like, Lizzie McGuire and That's So Raven and whatnot. And it was at the start of the Lizzie McGuire movie. And that was when I knew that they had done something good because they were in an international movie yeah. in America. Yeah. I was like, Atomic Kitten have made it.
1: And once you are in a movie, you actually have made it. Like, there's some real money being being put into you right there.
0: And... I don't know whether you remember the video, but they were in, like... I love I love early noughties, like, music videos because they're just in, like, jeans and a nice top. <laughs> just, like, exactly. they've been to to Peacocks or New Look and gone, oh, I'll get a nice little flowery top off the shoulder. But right. Natasha was heavily
1: pregnant doing the tigers High choreography. Yeah. And it was one of the... I think it was, like, one of the first ones where the choreography was, like kind of obvious and clear enough for everyone to go, oh, this is the tad the is t- 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 you know, so you kind of knew the choreography as well. Yeah. So like steps had been doing that for a little while before before this. And then and then this comes and people are like, oh, they're also doing this and we can do the choreography as well. So like I definitely remember being on the dance floor and people doing that choreography.
0: It's like TikTok dances these days. Everybody picks yeah. it up. But Girl bands and boy bands in the early 90s and noughties were the TikTok dancers.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Davina, what is your number two song? Um, Okay. So, this one isn't as well known. Um, It's a bit more kind of off the radar, but it was a single and it's softer the touch. And it's mainly because, like, the chorus is great, but the build up to the chorus, the chord progression in it is really. What you would like if you're a musician, maybe you'd call it crunchy. You know, it has uh, it has some blue notes in there, which just make it a little bit exciting. And you're like, ooh, yeah, I wasn't it? Like, you don't expect it that much in a pop song. So Softer The Touch is like my second one, but it's not as well known. It's not one of the better known tracks.
0: Well, it's a bop nonetheless. And what is your number one song? Right now, absolutely. Yeah. There we go. So it was it was my five, <laughs> but it's your number one, and was... that's okay, because Hole Again wasn't your number one. So you know what? It's all right, Savina.
1: We're different people, and that's okay. It's all right to be different people and like different things. That's a lesson. It's for not life. right, but it's okay. <laughs> that's your choice.
0: Yeah. So the girls, the girls broke up in two thousand and four, but came back in a very iconic way for the ITV2's big reunion in 2013. But, nah, Miss Jenny Frost, she wasn't invited to the party because we've got to have the OGs. And Kerry came back to the band, and what a moment that was so. The girls did a couple projects together, but unfortunately, Kerry left again in 2017, which absolutely devoured me. But Natasha and Liz have been carrying on since, doing gigs here, there, and everywhere. You recently
1: did one with them, didn't you? Yes, I did actually. Um, I can't. I think we were in Newcastle. I think I'm pretty sure we we're in Newcastle. I can't remember. Why, I pets? <laughs> <laughs> ah, they were nice though not very chatty if I'm honest Kerry's much chattier but they were very nice they had their kids with them so I think they were like "Mm." well
0: you know you've got to be mums well it's funny you should say that because I think it is time for us to bring on our special guest so we're going to take a little break and then we'll be back with the icon herself Kerry Katona see you in a bit And we are back. Davina, did you have a nice little piss break? Lovely.
1: I have pissed. My bladder is empty and I'm feeling much lighter now. Fabulous. Well,
0: we are joined by
1: our extra special guests. Now,
0: I have spent a lot of time with this lovely lady recently doing some ridiculous farming activities, but I'm sure we'll get into that more. So without further ado, the queen of the jungle and the queen of the farm. It
2: is Kerry Katona. Ah, you right, my Shesla, How are you doing, lovely? Hi, Davina. Hiya, love.
0: Oh, Kerry, I'm fabulous. I'm all good. It just makes me so happy to see your face. How are you doing? I'm
2: really, really good, you know. Well, I was quite ill with COVID, but apart from that, I'm all right now.
0: I'm good. I mean, what a rollercoaster ride. I mean, you had it so bad, but you've oh, just um, come bouncing back, haven't you? I,
2: I'm, I'm literally, I can't, if I was still a smoker, I swear to God, I, I'm convinced I'd be in hospital 100%. I, I've not smoked in over a year now. I'm, feel like wonder woman but for me it was uh, it was really bloody hard um me and ryan had it i'm convinced dj had it but she never got tested but i'm convinced she did and um then we did another test and everyone was negative and i was positive thought yeah it would have to be me wouldn't it it would have to be bloody me
0: (laughs) Well do you know what you are such a trooper and that's been a testament throughout your entire career everything you do and we are just so blessed to have you on the podcast and just to talk about where it all began with Atomic Github. Yeah
2: Atomic oh wow Um, I'm I'm So grateful, so grateful to Atomic Kitten. I mean, if it wasn't for them, I will not be here now. Um, I was out in a nightclub in Mr. Smith's in Warrington, um, underage, and uh, I was out there dancing away. I was a good-looking girl back in my day. I had the tits, the blonde age, you know what I mean? I was mouthy, it was dobby, I wasn't shy. And I actually started off as a, a Page 3 model, as a glamour model, because I had these great boobs, and I wasn't going to be a rocket scientist, was I? Let's be honest. <laughs> And I, just, I was obsessed with me boobs because oh, I thought, oh, my God, they're great titties. They are really good titties. And because uh, I developed quite early. So that's how I, I started. like do, I've been modeling since I was three. I thought, this is what I'm going to do. So I get my boobs out. And I was obsessed with all these glamour models. And... Um, I got asked to do, I got this bloke come up to me in this nightclub saying, Hey, I'm in this band called the Pawn Kings, this dance band. I think you should come and join our dance band. I was like, I'm not gonna be no bleeding bluey. And it really was <laughs> dance band. And two weeks later, I mean, I mean, I literally just lost left Foster home. I was living in a, a, a semi-independence home where they teach you to live on your own. I turned 16, I was 17 in this nightclub. And two weeks later, I'm in Germany at this MTV thing, pretending to play a keyboard. I (laughs) I couldn't even play a keyboard in front of 10,000 people. And then I just started doing all these little gigs all over England on my own. And uh, he said, let me introduce you to this guy called Andy McCloskey. He's starting a girl band. I was like, "Oh, all right then." And I took my page three photographs, told a load of dirty jokes, I had a proper giggle, sang a few songs, and they actually based a band around my personality. And I, I was a founder member of Atomic Kitten. Wow! I literally got this first that. council flat as well. So it's it, it just all just it all it was all crackers to so come from foster home, from being this kitten. You know, three refuges about wives and kids, four sets of foster parents. You know, my mum being the mental health issue she had, and she was always trying popper clogs. And, and then to next thing you know, being this girl band to like going, is this actually really happening? And, and to this day, I still thank my tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really grateful. There is me to the tits. <laughs> very, very grateful. I having. love how oh. you two are. <laughs>
1: I've, I've seen you perform all over the place and yeah. you are absolutely phenomenal on stage. You're just brilliant. <laughs> what What is your actual favourite song? Right now. Is it? Yeah. I,
2: I think right now for me, is, it was... I left Atomic King. I didn't enjoy the fame, believe it or not. But Right Now was our first single. Mm. For me, I, I enjoyed the climb. I enjoyed getting to the top. That was amazing but it all changed so suddenly like becoming famous was, was fucked up it was weird it was like people wanting to touch you and then selling stories and oh i know your dad is like do you cuz i don't you know I I, I I know your sister i'm an only child you know oh yeah. you're fucking my mate you are uh, excuse me you know it was it was so weird and because it was so much i had such a dark past childhood they just wanted to write about all that. The papers had a field day, you No, know, the blonde one, big tits, a pretty one, gobby, and plus she's got a really dodgy pass. Brilliant. And that didn't really bold well for me. I enjoyed performing, love being on stage. And then a lot of the time, like, we do a photo shoot for, like, we did a photo shoot for Beverly Goodway for the son, who does all the page three photographs, and it's us in a catsuit. Do you remember the mm. picture in the catsuit?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. supposed
2: to be all three of us. And we got up the next day and I went in the, the petrol station to get it with my tour manager and I opened it and I went, oh, for fuck's sake. He went, it's just you, it." I went, yeah. And I was dreading getting back in the car. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't me. I was like, I went, oh, I, I, I can't deal with this. And, like, you know, you do SMTV and they want me on chums. And I was like, and I fell pregnant. And I was like, I just want to be a mum and a wife. Mm-hmm. I don't want the fame. But when you marry a lifer, <laughs> it kind of follows you.
1: <laughs>
2: yes!
0: It's not so subtle life, really, with Brian McFadden, is it? You know
2: what? It's taken me till my early 30s to kind of get used to it still. I'm very good at playing up to it and performing, mm. which I, I, I enjoy. I mean, I'm no different, as you know, shares to... The way I'm on stage, on stage, I do dumb myself down a bit. Don't know if you've noticed that, Davina. Yeah. I piss out myself. I'll make people laugh. I'll be the first one to take the piss out of me before anybody else mm. can. But it, it, I, I love the girls to bits. Love them to bits. Not spoken to them in years and years. They don't want me in the band. I'm gutted. They're carrying on without me, but I wish them all the luck in the world.
0: Well, this, that leads me on to my next question very Brilliantly. So if you could form a supergroup with other members of another girl yeah. group and you could only pick two members, who would you pick?
2: From any girl band.
0: You well, you could form a super group of any form. Well, if i go
2: back to my day, I'd have Billy Piper. Iconic. I love Billy. Um i I think I'd have um, Scary Spice. Yeah. Fabulous. Um and the Appleton Sisters.
0: Oh, I mean, I want to. I want to join this group. This sounds fabulous, is
2: not it? Oh, and maybe the twins from Bewitched as well. I might. Think oh, of course. Steps just mix things up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone would just be fighting, though. Everyone would be <laughs> fighting for the main, the lead in every track. They'd be like,
2: this is my song. Davina, I just hum it, background and shake my tits. That's all I do. <laughs> 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 I, don't even down, please, I end up in a bleeding, not on side at stage me.
0: <laughs> Should throw a shoulder out again.
2: <laughs> you always turn my mic down when it's my turn. <laughs>
0: uh, well, Tavina's got a question about your time in the band. Haven't you, have not you,
1: Tavina? So, what is your favourite memory of being in the group?
2: My favourite memory of being in the group? Oh, I think it, it's probably been on the train on our way up north. And Dr. Fox, Neil Fox at the time, uh. said, Atomic Kitten right now is at number 10 in the charts. It went straight at number 10. We're just like, oh, thank God. We just couldn't believe it. And we end up getting to my mum's flat in Warrington and we put the radio on again and we're all in mums going, Yay, yeah, we're in the top 10 charts. That for me was wow. And I think also, I've gone to Red. I also remember watching myself on the box. Do they still do the box?
0: Oh, the box.
2: Is that still going?
0: I think it probably just plays like Geordie Shaw, so we'd see <laughs> our girl Holly on there.
2: <laughs> yeah, on the box. I, I remember seeing myself on that on Right Now, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm dead fit. <laughs> it was,
0: well, you are, Kerry.
2: It was just dead mad. I was just like, I can't. for me, it was so surreal to have been this kid in foster home with, with nothing really to like literally in a couple of months of it all just changing like that and thinking, This is mad. This is absolutely crackers. From being somebody who's never travelled or been on a plane was travelling the world and it was it was it was amazing. It was really, really amazing. I really felt a sense of achievement kind of thing, even though I didn't really do much. But it was it was that for me is my memory being on being on the train and going, Oh my god, we're number ten. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's iconic. And I've just got to say, like, even post-Atomic Kitten, you were doing so much. You did I'm a Celebrity. You were the face of bloody Iceland, (laughs) for crying out loud. Like, you were doing so much. But... You can't stop a girl hustling. And I know you're always working hard. So, what have you been up to recently?
2: Well, for me, I tell you what really helped me was my OnlyFans account. Anyone watching, subscribe now available. Got great people <laughs> if you want to see them. Um, I've also, we just also launched our MFIP fitness range fitness app me and my fiance we're business partners which has been absolutely amazing that's just launched in january so it's online training online pt in healthy eating which is a massive massive factor for somebody who has bipolar um exercise and eating the right thing is the right thing. Saying that, though, shares, we get shit every day somewhere. Um, But being outdoors, I mean, the one thing I noticed with being on the farm, I never had one down day. I got emotional one day, do you remember? But I never had a down day, if that makes... Being outdoors, and I think, for me, being surrounded by such lovely people, not just bullshit, because if I don't like it, I'll tell you, but being surrounded by people, there wasn't really one person on the show, that you know, there's always that one knobhead. Yeah. Realize, yeah. Wow, what a twat! You know, there really wasn't anybody like that on the show. You know, some of them might be editing, but not one person was a dickhead. Or I can't wait not work with that person again. For me, socialising and being around adults because I've got a bloody heart, orphanage here. Me, do you know what I mean? It's nice <laughs> to mix with a few adults. That that was absolutely lovely as well. But we're also about to launch um, our dating app as well, called Marnie. Um, me and my partner met online. Um, we're now engaged after three years, and you know me, I love a good wedding, it's very documented. (laughs) (laughs) I've got got a million one dresses up there I can choose from. Um, and for me, for so many years before I met Ryan, after George, I felt like I didn't deserve to be in a relationship. I was so embarrassed by it, I didn't feel like I deserved to be loved. It's like, right, I'm married, divorced, married, divorced, I'm now a widow like it's not meant to be even though I was so lonely I was so embarrassed about getting into another relationship but it doesn't matter how many failures you've had everyone deserves that happy ever after and if I can get that with somebody and I want other people to be able to experience it. So we're just about to, to launch that as well. And obviously, Slebs on the Farm's coming out. I've got my own sofa range as well. Yeah, there we go. I, my own,
0: well, I need got sofa. own
2: boutique as well. So looking at my titties. <laughs>
0: Carrie, really good. this is what we love we <laughs> love this about you it's just you are a hustler and you get things done but we are going to finish off this lovely little chit chat with you with something that we like to do on this podcast called the quick fire Ooh. round so you don't you don't think you just say <laughs> yeah. and i know you could do we didn't that
2: this either because they were quite quick and all
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't mess about we get down to
1: business <laughs> All right, Davina's going to kick us off with our first question. Okay, Who was the first to the bar after the gig?
2: Me and Tash. Both of us.
1: Always up for it. Double
2: trouble. Me and Tash were like this. We were inseparable. I miss her like, but yeah, we was inseparable back in the day.
0: A Prosecco and a bomb for Kerry (laughs) Katona. All right. Who was the one that always wanted the most solo lines when recording? Tash.
1: shock (laughs) who was picking up the choreography Tash (laughs) poor Liz isn't getting a scene in at all is she
0: (laughs) and if you could only have one item from Iceland on your rider for the rest of your life what would it be
2: prom ring baby (laughs) <laughs>
0: i wouldn't have you any other way <laughs> kerry thank you so much for joining us i love you to pieces i mean i'm i'm not miffed in the slightest that you won the farm because i can't <laughs> think of a more deserving diva yeah. and to be runner-up to you kerry katona uh, means the absolute world to me
2: uh, hey but you won loads you did on that show you won loads little thingy me bobbies.
0: Yeah, I won won more than I fucking won on Drag Race, so maybe I should just give it up and be a farmer.
2: (laughs) You said it.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining, Kerry.
2: Thank you,
0: girl. Well, that concludes yet another girl group gossip. Now, I hope you divas enjoyed our journey with Davina, Kerry, and Atomic Kitten. Now, if you enjoyed this pod, make sure you give it a like a subscribe, a follow, whatever you need to do on all good social media platforms. And we'll see you next time for another Girl Group Gossip. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Yes, goodbye. So don't fret, divas. Girl Group Gossip is back on the WOW Podcast Network.